When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How are you guys doing? This is J.D. Smith, the Hipterist. This is a long overdue episode of the Hipterist podcast. Um, I have been very uh, busy over a year. <laughs> you know, uh, I've uh, gotten into private equity, angel investing in certain things and, you know, just uh, building some new products to present uh, to you guys. So the uh, episode today is something that I was recording for my new newsletter on Substack, which is called Off-Grid Income. You can uh, find it at offgridincome.substack.com or just Google Off-Grid Income Substack J.D. Smith. So without further ado... Here it is, and I will be doing a uh, year-end uh, Hipterist episode uh, coming soon. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How's everyone doing? This is the very first off-grid income podcast Substack episode. So if this turns out well, I will start doing more of these, you know. But I do love writing more than speaking but here goes nothing so i was asked a question from a subscriber why is companies laying off a ton of people are they being disingenuous are they just after profit or what exactly is going on with all these job layoffs well i think that's a very fair question to actually ask and let me try to give a somewhat simple explanation let's talk about a a little bit of timeline so in 2020 you had the lockdowns you know um the the whole world essentially shut down Nothing was going in and out unless uh, it was deemed essential to how society functions, right? So while people were sitting at home and, and, and stuff, you had several rounds of stimulus. You had supply chains being uh, temporarily hauled and 
the the issue is supply chains is a very big me uh, mechanism that cannot be stalled or stopped okay you stop product from going out here you stop shipping routes somewhere else like the world is structured a certain way that everything has to keep moving you can't stop it and if you do stop it or stall it you're going to have unforeseen consequences like what we have now and based off of those consequences governments and central planners have to do certain things to get things back normal the stuff that they have to to actually do is going to cause pain for quite some time until things are in order and the only people who is shielded from all that pain is people who do certain things like acquire assets on a semi to regular basis with acquiring assets you have the state of mind that at some point this asset is going to help me out i can utilize this to live my life no matter what is going on but more on that later all right now let's get into what was going on in 2021 you have something called the great resignation Right. Well, no, no, no. Sorry. First, let's start with this. So 2020 was shutdown mode, right? Shutdown mode and give everybody a ton of cash. Leading into 2021, people started to come back outside with all this cash plus a new sense of life. Like, hey, you know what? I want to do more things in my life than sit at that job that I was actually um, um, already at. I want to experience things, right? I want to go to spas, travel the world while I potentially earn a living or retire. So that leads us into the great resignation. What exactly was that? The great Resignation is not just a bunch of people quitting their current job and trying to get higher paying jobs. It was also a pivotal point for baby boomers because you had a lot of baby boomers that were starting to retire or retire early. So while you have a ton of people who is retiring, you have other people that is not trying to fill those jobs because they either hate them, see them as boring, or they want to explore life in different ways. That causes a economic problem. What that caused was you have a ton of employers who has a ton of customers, new and uh, uh, pre-existing, that have to fill orders. They can't fill those orders if they don't have employees to help them fill it. So what did they do? They drew back on an economic understanding. 
incentivize people and they will do the work, hopefully. So companies started raising wages or salaries and promising bigger sign on bonuses and that kind of stuff. Now, here's the question. How did these companies get the money to increase wages? Simple. They increased prices because th think about this. You have a ton of people who now have STEMI checks, uh, access to uh, easy credit, and, and, and even a perfect balanced credit card because while people were sitting at home, a lot of people was paying down the credit card balances because <laughs> they couldn't spend. So, you know, pay it down. So with all that going on, companies had to increase wages to attract people. When a company increases wages, they have to increase prices because that's what you call uh, pricing power, right? The consumer has all this money to spend so they can pay, so the, they can accept higher prices for stuff that they want and always use prior to lockdowns. When you increase prices rapidly, you have inflation and prices across every facet of life will increase also. This is how inflation was partially created. Now, let's fast forward to 2022. You have high demand. You have the great resignation and quiet quitting and like all this stuff. And inside my mind, I'm like, this is economically unsustainable. You cannot have a ton of people not going back to their jobs and trying to go after other opportunities. At the same time of you, you have people who have been at these same jobs for 20, 30, 40 years that are leaving to start the next phase of their life. Plus, you cannot have high prices. This type of environment is unsustainable and it is very financially and economically and even emotionally dam uh, dangerous and can cause a lot of damage. So that's when the hidden hand of government must step in. That's where the, the Fed enters in. For those who don't know what I am speaking of, I'm talking about the Federal Reserve System. They have two jobs, price stability, meaning make sure that prices do not increase at a crazy rate and make sure that prices don't fall at a crazy rate. Try to strike a theoretical balance in prices. Number two, maximum employment, meaning not hiring people, create the financial and economic conditions so employers can hire people at a normal rate. 
not a crazy astronomical rapid rate because that has too many hidden consequences that will bite us one day so what does the fed do they pull out their tools and number one tool is interest rates they understand that they have to slow down the rapid price increases because everybody cannot afford those prices if people cannot afford those prices then they can't do what they can't spend money and pay taxes. If they're not paying taxes, then the government doesn't have money coming in to satisfy debt or liabilities and social programs and just make the society uh, function. It doesn't mean that it's functioning at a good rate, but it's something. So where are we right now? Q4 2022 leading into q1 of 2023 you have the fed reserve enacting very serious and costly policies in order to hopefully bring the economy back to a stable place without causing too much damage that is what is called a soft landing at this point in my personal view a soft landing is next to impossible they cannot bring down prices and create a normal employment environment without causing massive amounts of pain and that could be for various reasons that i can talk about in a different podcast but the underlying point is we are in what you call a new economic regime, which means the policies of pre-COVID up until 2021 of low interest rates or what they call ZERP, zero interest rate policy, of having an easier time of borrowing money is currently over. And so now the economy ha has to go back to fair value. Fair value hurts because everybody is used to accessing easy money and spending money that they don't necessarily have to meet their needs and desires. But now we have to go back to fair value. Prices have to come down. People have to have, and I know this sounds crazy but i'm not saying this from a emotional standpoint just math and, and economics people have to have less opportunities to get jobs easier we have to go back to you know you really providing value to get you a better job because the whole economy cannot sustain millions of people just showing up to like you know get a job because you're just a body that's just how the economy works it's not glamorous it's not perfect it is how it works now the great thing is if we don't like how things are structured or how they work we have the ability to come together and change things over time this won't happen overnight, but it is highly possible to change how society is structured. It just takes a lot of patience 
a lot of smart people, a lot of trial and error, a lot of pain, and a lot of uh, good things to move forward. Now, let's get back to the conversation of who always wins in society in good or bad times. There are those that win more than others, but there are still people winning. And the number one thing that you have to always keep in mind, people with assets will always win. Some will win uh, bigger than others. Some will win quicker than others. But the point is, if you have assets, you will win at some point, opposed to those who don't. Now, I am not saying that it is easy to continuously acquire assets. The good thing is that we have ways to fractionally acquire pieces of assets that if you keep building upon that, you will one day gain more. Some people can outright just, you know, buy a share of a Tesla or Google or a, a Berkshire Hathaway at high prices, right? And a lot of us can't do that. But you can buy fragments of it and you can keep building upon it through dollar cost averaging or what they call DCA. And you can just keep going. A major misconception is that you, you can save your way to wealth and success. That is not true. It has to be more than just not spending money. Money is meant to be moved. So you either spend it or you reallocate it into things that can produce more for you. What I personally did, I accumulated a decent amount of Bitcoin, right? When the uh, market was actually low and I took that and I passed out some at a uh, high and I reallocated that money or profits into a different asset class. I didn't take that and just put it into my pocket. I put it into a different asset class that will give me a bigger opportunity of growth or capital appreciation and a uh, different type of dividend payout that I can compound and keep reinvesting. That's how you create a system, a structure of building wealth. It's not about you just do this, you make some money, and then you start going on trips. Right. You have to put yourself in position to build that portfolio so it can grow and prosper for you over time. And in some cases that involves selling um, at a high for one asset and putting it in, into a different asset class that yields you more than what you had prior to it. And with that, I am done. <laughs> So I uh, had fun talking on this uh, very first Substack podcast. I'm pretty sure that, that I will be doing more. How you can help me do more is tell your friends, family, colleagues, business partners, loved ones, 
all about the Off-Grid Income Podcast. So copy and share the link below in the description area. Thank you.